Red Channel Condition with Michael. Walk into a holodeck and never walk out. Jonathan. You know what you did. And Peter. Nope. Welcome, listeners, to this week's episode of Red Channel Condition. Broadcasting to you from the annals of time and space, I'm your host, Peter, and I'm once again joined by my two co-hosts, Michael and Jonathan. Guys, how are you? What's going on? Uh, nothing much. You just came back from a quick little uh, jaunt to Disney World, you know, so that was pretty fun. Rode a lot of cool rides. That Star Wars Rise of the Resistance is like the best thing ever made. You know, the, yeah, oh, really? It's, uh, it's so good, right? Yeah, like that, that thing, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know how to describe uh, what I experienced, but it was pretty much the best thing I've ever seen. Like, it seems, it seems uh, cheap to call it a theme park ride. That's how good it is. It's, it's wow. kind of like, what, four rides in one? Like, it's got all the little gimmicks of, like, roller coaster, uh, like, drop rides. Yeah. It's like a simulator ride. It's like one of those um, slow-moving, look-at-thing rides. Um yeah, no, it, yeah. it's it's very yeah. The first wait, Mike, the first Mike you've crazy. done it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my last. The last time I went, uh, I did it. It'd be nice. You know, that was. Uh, uh, I mean, when you walked into the, I don't know what what is it called the like a like a star destroyer like dock or whatever the the ship. Did did you not just go kind of like holy shit? Yeah, like you're standing in a um, in I guess like docking port of a star destroyer yes like i you know i i spent like a solid like couple of seconds trying to parse how this happened too that's there that, i think that was the thing that like uh was a big takeaway for me like every couple of seconds i'm sitting there like how do how do they do this how are they doing mm-hmm. this right and like some of the things right you know are like okay like you can you can see some of the movie magic or you know the 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 video screens or whatever that they're using this with right but then other things, I'm even as we're talking about it right now, I'm still like, I don't know how this was done. How did they do this? Like, can you give me an example? Uh, like, you know, they might have like a segment where, you know, Kylo Ren is supposed to be like sticking a lightsaber through the ceiling. Right. And like it like cuts into the ceiling. Right. And, you know, part of it is like, OK, like maybe this is like a, a video. Right. Like they're they're broadcasting a video in the ceiling. But then like. You know, there's also like a tangible effect, right? So like, how are they getting that cut in in the ceiling, right? Because it's not it's not like a guide there. It wasn't something there before that like obviously says, oh, like this is just an object being uh, put through the ceiling, and then you know, there, there it's it's just a lot. Again, you know, I can't really explain it. You know, you just have to like see it, and. Oh well, I never will because I don't have Disney World. So <laughs> I'll, I'll, hey, I'll bring you to Disney World if you if you would actually like oh, yeah, to see. I'll it. hold you okay. to that, motherfucker. Okay. Oh my it. god, the three of us should definitely go to Disney. <laughs> okay, that would be like the best thing ever. Oh, my okay, god. Uh, yeah, it would like, be great. The, the level of immersion that is in that right, the level of theming kind of makes because like okay, like roller coasters are 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 great or fun or thrill rides are 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 fine, um, but I don't think. There has I've never been on a ride that had the theming down as much as that one, you know. Yeah. Like the that kind of immersion isn't just isn't something that even Disney regularly does. Yeah. Like it's it's they, they went a little extra even for them. Yeah, like it's 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 something else. Like I haven't seen anything that is like that before. You know, and I've oh. been I've been to 
lots of theme parks and yeah like it was just so out of pocket that it just seems it seems reductive to talk about this in the context of a thrill ride it's not enough that's that's yeah, how hardcore like the, it was. the people who work there kind of like play the roles yes. of you know your imperial troopers or whatever while they're just telling you where to go and where to stand you know to line up yeah like like everyone's in on it except for you and but if you let yourself become in on it then it's kind of like holy shit i get i I see i understand why yeah i'm sure i'm sure it's much better but um what you're talking about is much better but the way you describe that kind of rings a bell from the star trek experience when they i don't know if they still have that but uh i remember yes exactly you know, yes. they, they would actually hire like Jeffrey Combs when he was like doing nothing to like be brunt and walk around and shit like that. Right. I mean, but yeah, so basically imagine that, uh, but with no, like an IP you care about, like Star Trek. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah that's why I, be, I, I was so sad. The one year I went to Vegas, they had temporarily closed down the Star Trek experience. So I was very sad I didn't get to do that. I'm, I'm very lucky. I, I think I went the last year that it was open. And before they just shut it down, oh, they, don't, they don't have it anymore. No. Well, I was no really because I heard that they had shut it down, but then they brought it back. No, it's gone. Oh, it's gone. It's com- okay. Yeah, like I, I heard about like they were gonna do like a Star Trek hotel and all that shit, and that that stuff just never left the the planning stage. Well, there's that Star Trek cruise that you could go on. Now that's something. Yeah, I would. I would probably. Do would that, would you? Never would you go cruise. on a Star Trek cruise? Yeah, if I had the money, Mike. Yeah, like I don't, <laughs> of I don't, I, would. I don't, I don't know. Like, it, it's it's kind of like spending a week at a convention. I think that just might be too much for me. Oh my god, no! I would love it. <laughs> Imagine being trapped on a boat with the Jedi. Oh Commander. god! Imagine that. Yeah, I don't know. I think that might be a little too much trek. <laughs> what if John Day Lance was like in the in the cabin next to you? You know, they could, you they could, could, could not pay snoring. that man enough money to deal with the. To deal with like three thousand people, he's been on it. Has he he's really? Been on the Star- yeah, he's been on the Star Trek cruise. God, yeah. I don't know. I was like, wow. Like, I'd be sitting in the corner going, wow. No, that is uh, that is Johnny Lance eating like a turkey sandwich. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, oh, that's cute at the buffet line. How's the grilled cheese, Jean Luc? <laughs> you gonna eat prime rib with fucking Q? <laughs> yeah. CQ get drunk on too many martinis because he's tired of dealing with fans. Yeah, I see. That's I that's that. I don't know how they do it. Like you're they're like literally trapped at sea. Yeah, I don't know how they do it either. <laughs> but I guess, you know, on a related topic, uh there was a there was an interesting story in the news about, you know, in addition to the Chinese uh spy balloon that was shot down uh I guess a little over a week ago, there were three additional quote unidentified flying objects that were shot down in U.S. and Canadian airspace uh, at the bequests of Joe Biden. And details have not yet been released on what these objects actually were, but the one thing they did say is that they were not Chinese spy balloons. What did you guys make of that? Yeah, so, like, what's the, what's the deal with all of these, these uh, spy balloons, or if, if they are even spy balloons, whatever, whatever, the, whatever the fuck they're supposed to be, like... You know that that was a whole thing, and you know uh, it was floating around, and you know, shot. You know the original one was just like shot over, uh, like near Canada or something to that effect, or near Alaska, and then you know have this, you have these other ones, you know, popping up all over the place, and you know I'm just confused as to why there are 
I guess, derelict balloons, you know, floating all over the place, getting shot down. You know, what are it's these supposed to be? It's obviously a gender reveal party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it just, you would think that, you know, if it was like a, a country like China or something, that, you know, these countries have like spy satellites and shit and things that are far more high tech and far more efficient at gathering intelligence information. Why are we using a fucking balloon? And like, what is the back and forth, right? So is is this like you know, proxy war being uh, started or waged via uh, balloons? Like the balloons are trolling. Like what? What? What is this? Like I don't understand. And I feel you know, the more that they report about these things, I'm kind of looking at them as you know, are they trying to you know, are the governments of these countries trying to distract us from other stuff? You know, as a function of them, you know, yeah. Is there a cyber attack we missed? Is there a, you know, infrastructure attack? Not that we need an infrastructure attack with trains <laughs> just flying off rails and exploding <laughs> chemicals all over the fucking country. Jesus shout out to Christ. Ohio. <laughs> yeah, hope you're doing okay, yeah. guys. I think I smell chlorine. In <laughs> but yeah, like, it's, it's, just, it's just weird, right? You know, and there, there's, I, I know that, you know, there's, there's a little bit of a tinfoil hat, you know, when you're dealing with things like this, but... You know, it's very odd how uh, you know, measured the, these different governments are trying to be talking about what these things are that they're rushing to shoot down with fucking missiles and shit. Right. Right. You know. It was interesting because, like, you know, I think there was one that was shot down over Canada and the, the characterization that we got was that it was a slow moving object that was traveling. um within, I guess, the parameters of, like, commercial flight heights, so it was a danger to commercial flights, and it was about the size of a car, but they didn't, they said it was not a weather balloon, and they, they haven't released any, like, details of what it actually was. So that's kind of weird, kind of interesting, and I don't know exactly what to make of it. It's aliens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I feel like if it was aliens, aliens. we wouldn't be able to shoot them down so easily. They're unmanned aliens, um, uh, like, like drones. So that's why they were so easy. Um, it, 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 was the, it, it was the scout party, obviously. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, yeah, like you're saying, it's, you're saying that it, w it wouldn't be possible to shoot it down so easy if it's aliens, but you're giving a lot of credit to whatever type of alien it is, right? Like, you know, isn't it possible that there could be you know, a, a people that are less developed than us you know, out in space somewhere able to get to space? Like, even... Or at least on, or at least on par with us. They're not getting to this planet if they're less developed. <laughs> well, no, that's what. I'm, but if, but if they are at least as developed, like, couldn't they get here and still be shot down? Why? No, no we can't. We can We can't even go to Mars. What do you yeah. mean? We can't, like, don't we have like cameras and shit that are looking at Mars? Like. Don't don't we have I that? Guess. We don't have cameras and shit that are going to other solar systems. Well, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know where things are coming from. You know, but the moon. The dark side of the moon. Maybe, obviously. I don't know. <laughs> the alien base. Uh -huh. um, well, this is what's interesting to me because, like, you know, back in 2018, 2019, we had that, uh, those, like, those few videos that had come out from the ATIP, the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification mm -hmm. Program. And, like, one of the, you know, I, I, I keep an eye on this stuff because I'm actually interested in the mm -hmm. topic. But um, one of the things that was interesting to me was, like, they, they th from the information that even they released back then in 2018, 2019, with, like, the Tic Tac video and the other couple of shitty, grainy videos that they released, th they said that they had analyzed over, like, a 150 
sightings and reports of unidentified aerial phenomena, and that they were only able to to conclusively identify one of those reports. So 149 were still left uh, unidentified, and they went even further as to say that you know the the videos that were released were the were what was unclassified. So they did make reference to other videos and other materials that were classified that we just haven't seen yet. And that's kind of a staggering number to me that like, you know, this is like a government agency tasked with identifying these objects and it could only identify one out of 150. That was kind of concerning to me. Like you think they're being honest about it? No, I don't. Okay. But I mean, I definitely think there's more to the story. And what's interesting, you know, what I'm, what I found fascinating was they kind of, they kind of left it, like in 2019, they kind of left it like this, like, oh, we will be disclosing more information shortly, and here it is, 2023, and I'd never heard anything about it again. Oh, you know, I mean, whenever someone says I'll get, I'll get back to you, they all, they never get back to you. <laughs> that's perfectly that's perfect that, that sounds perfectly normal to me yeah i guess that tracks with the government but well, what do you guys think is going on what do you think like what is just floating up there like do you think it's like a weather balloon from like a company or a another government like what could be the size of a car that's just hanging out honestly either or i don't i don't think you're gonna find out uh because like they they exist in this realm of plausible deniability where it could be either or like it could be anything. Don't we have drones and stuff that uh that do these things now? You know, high altitude drones or anything like that? Why like do we really still depend on balloons to you know assess things like for real? It's probably cheaper than than a than a full on long range drone. Like I mean really? Like is it is it actually like I feel like these shits are subsidized, like that's why you know, uh you know those big companies, you know, like uh Raytheon or you know, Boeing or like Halliburton or whatever. Like these, these guys are making these shits you, like, like crazy. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean that. that but I'd be surprised if they're making it for China, or making it for like some other country. You know, like they they have their own. They've got their own little think tanks mm. in 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 other places for the most part. I mean, because like the the U.S. isn't going to be isn't going to let you know General Electric start building Abrams tanks for other countries, right? Like. So, yeah, we might have, uh, like, whatever super drones that you can just, like, send around, but maybe other countries can, you know, only afford, like, a little uh, Goodyear blimp. I don't know. And, Mike, you, you and I were talking about this a couple days ago, but you, the, the fact that, you know, we, we, we were, what was it, like, spending millions of dollars to, like, send up jets to fire missiles at a fucking balloon. <laughs> like, is, there's got to be a more efficient way to have shot these things down other than, like, <laughs> Well, I mean, firing like you know tomahawk missiles at it or whatever the fuck we did. My my idea was to attach like a little pin <laughs> on an airplane and just like nick it. Well, I mean, you wouldn't want to make physical contact. I feel like if like because like God forbid like that jet just like head on collision with a balloon. <laughs> well, now you've got a, a like a jet with like a balloon like on its cockpit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Racing through the air, so that's probably a bad idea. But there's got to be a better way. I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. There, there probably, there, there probably isn't like a, uh, 
a cost-effective way to do it. But it is kind of funny that. But then again, we've been. Do we have lasers and shit now? We've been shooting. We've been shooting. Uh, shooting tomahawks at camels in the desert for like <laughs> the past twenty-five years. So, you know, uh, it's a rounding error, really. That yeah. That'd be great. I mean, like the honestly though like what like we're the other the other options are like the fucking you know hillbilly you know iowa strategy of just firing a gun into the air and hoping you you hit the balloon right i feel no but we have particle weapons now isn't that the big thing the navy was testing a couple but then like the like but that's now. the same point that i was making like don't we have like fucking whole ass drones why the fuck would we you you if we have particle weapons right. and drones like why the fuck would we be dealing with balloons or shooting them with rockets right so it's it's a question of is it actually what they say it is you know oh yeah yeah but also though if you know it's a um if you know it's some kind of or you suspect it's some kind of spy thing do you really want to demonstrate you know capabilities of your more advanced things right like do we want do, do you want them to know that your laser can can shoot down a balloon at su- such and such angles and heights but i feel like they already released that information like there was you could go to you know any cnn vice news and read an article about how the you know how proud the navy is of its lasers like we already know they're there so you know they're that's there what but they're you don't know how they tell work us about you know, you don't know what their capabilities yeah. are. I actually think I to pop a balloon. No, I don't know. I think we're setting the bar a little low. I think low. I agree with that. I think I agree with that position, right? Like that's that's like what you would do if you were sparring with somebody, if you're playing a fighting game mm-hmm. or something like that. Like you don't want to reveal everything or anything that you can do unless you absolutely have to, right? You know, there, you know, you could extrapolate you know what you choose to do with this balloon as you know some sort of thing that you could do in warfare right if say uh the u.s was going to go and fight china over taiwan right you know so america could just decide to slip up and fire something that they wouldn't deploy normally to pop the balloon so actually i think that makes sense Uh, it's like it's either way i'm sure like these infinite star generals and advisors who have made it their entire lives know more about what to do or should do than you know armchair anchors and and news pundits and you know uh popularity chasing senators and and congressmen mm. like that that's that's gen- generally my my position is to just defer to experts right yeah do you think that the 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 other three that were that you know were remained unidentified do you think this is just kind of the regular news cycle stuff where every once in a while we get a a story about ufos just to keep the public chattering about aliens i i i think um, I think after it became political, then anything that was flying overhead became a thing that had to be responded to. Because remember, like, it was floating for like a week or something or a week and a half over, or, over like U.S. airspace. States, yeah. yeah. You know, and, but, you know, once it became a, uh, a thing where it's like, you know, like old, old dementia Biden can't even protect our skies, like anything in the air, like needed to be dealt with immediately. Right. You know. Get that duck out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot it down. But yeah, also that that is that is the news cycle. Um and it, it's it's yeah, it's kind of fine. I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, it's 
you know, it's 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 a lot. You know, there there is a part of me that for a minute was like, okay, I guess we're gonna start World War Three from here, and then you know, maybe now you know, it's uh, what is this? You know, is is this uh, aliens or extra or or crazy drone technology or some shit like that? Like, I I don't know what the hell this is. It's just very uh, startling to me. Oh, I, I was about to get ready, you know, to pack up my one bag and start moving in into into an internment camp already. <laughs> like, like I was ready. I was ready. Reeducation. Prepare for reeducation. It's not so bad, Homer. They go into your nose and they let you keep the piece of brain they cut out. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shit. Did that shit once. Wow. <laughs> That's light work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be pretty wild. I mean, if if we did discover, you know, any kind of, they wouldn't tell us though. If if they if if it was like aliens or some crazy thing, then you're not gonna be like, oh yeah, we found some fucking aliens. They're not gonna do that. Of course not. I mean, I like. I mean, I and and to be honest, I don't think you want a government that would. Like like, what is what would be the end goal, right? Like if if um if it was, and they told and and they just told you, you know, at like eight o'clock. At some point, like, let's just say for the sake of argument, these things were, you know, and these things have been seen on a very consistent basis, you know, since, you know, even before World War II or whatever, you know, where people are seeing shit they can't explain or, you know, types of craft they can't explain, like the black triangles and stuff like that. And, you know, you could chalk it up to UFO nuts telling crazy UFO stories. But, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, who said they've seen you know, similar things or unexplainable things. Like if there, if there was like a saturation point that we reached where too many people are seeing these things, like, you know, wouldn't the government have to say something, you know, you can't just be like, there's nothing to see folks, you know, forever. Right. Cause that just undermines faith in the government's ability to do mm -hmm. anything. I suppose if you could hit that inflection point, sure. You know, but I'm sure at the same time, they don't want to be like, oh, yeah, there's shit up there. and We have no idea what the fuck it is and we can't protect you from it. And I'm sure they don't want to do that either. I mean, if we're going to go down this road, I do want there to be undeniable truth. Like, you know, like they just uh, like appear like the Talons over in New York. That would be great. That'd be great. Right. Then we can finally stop having this discussion of of is it or isn't it? You know, and like just 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 wait. Well, I mean, we I, I think like the big. And maybe we've talked about this on the show before, but the, like the, if that were to happen, you know, that's that's the point when, like, in theory, governments become like almost obsolete because like at that point we would need like a I guess like a world government or something, because now it's like not just America versus Russia. It's it's Earth v whatever the fuck else is out there. And, you know, that the existence, if those really were like alien crafts or something, the existence of that stuff would you know suppose that, that that there's like energy technology propulsion technology that would transform the way our society functions like capitalism would probably be obsolete if you know we had our fusion quantum drives that could you know make infinite energy out of antimatter or mm -hmm. some shit like so yeah i mean the, the the game would essentially be over the way it's being played on earth if we were to discover that those things exist yeah every, everything everything that is understood about the planet you at the moment would be gone right like all every religion or whatever would be undermined right. instantaneously over, right like any know, belief yeah, oil all is that over shit's done. right all yeah. that shit is over 
which you know might be probably but might they might be better off you know uh for, for society to have the wool uh, removed from their eyes you know on on stuff like yeah that. so <clears throat> would you actually would you trade that for inter interplanetary uh conflict well that's you know, so that's the thing this is this is the this is the other thing that annoys me about these stories um especially you know coming from specifically like government entities cuz they kind of frame it and i guess it's their job to frame it in in the context of oh like things are in our airspace like it's a threat like uh you know we have to if there are aliens we have to make sure that we can protect ourselves but like the the truth of the matter seems to me like if the ufo nut jobs are right and these things have been coming here for you know however many years like you know you watch ancient aliens or some shit and like these guys have been here for hundreds of thousands if not longer years or whatever like if they were if they had bad intentions or if they were going to kill us like they would have done that shit already so i don't i'm not convinced that even if if they are aliens that they are a threat because you know the fight would be over instantly if they really wanted to do something that's crazy like any like i don't know i i guess it's more of a i guess maybe a human condition or whatever but anytime a more advanced group has met a less advanced group that less advanced group is gone yeah it doesn't turn out well yeah yeah so like i don't you know like i don't i don't know if there's i mean to assume anything different would be to assume that you know like like people people are just built different i don't think that's true yeah but i mean we're also applying like a human philosophy to an unknown alien species like yeah sure when you know christopher columbus came over or the spanish came over like these were still guys who were primarily, you know, killing things with like fucking swords and suits of armor. That was their MO from. So, yeah, of course, if they meet a guy with a less advanced stick, they're going to kill him. But like, I feel like if you're if you're an alien race and you're running around the cosmos and studying things scientifically, you, you probably, you know, you don't unless you're a psychopath, you don't go out of your way to like pour molten lava down in like an ant colony. <laughs> you don't do that. I mean, you know, you say that and, and, but actual, like actual scientists do that. To study the ant colony. So I'm like, okay, you know, why? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Why, why wouldn't you? If something is so, if you're so much more advanced, you just, you know. Uh, but they would have no need. You know what I mean? What, what would they really gain by doing that? Oh, that's that's the thing. Like, what 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 do we have that is so uh, interesting or valuable compared to any, anywhere else? I guess the only thing I could think of would be the planet itself. It's a habitable world, and it's the only one we know of at this point. Mm -hmm. So that, in and of itself, makes Earth unique. But in terms of like, I mean, they, I don't I don't imagine for a second they really give a shit about our technology. Obviously, no. Imagine. They're coming for our yeah. whales. Did you know? Our... <laughs> <laughs> if you know anything from Star Trek, they're coming for the whales. And that would be that would also be like the ultimate like fuck you to mankind. Like, what if aliens did show up and we're like, we're not interested in you. We want to talk to the cats or something. You know? <laughs> Much more interested in these lightning bugs. I swear that's a thing where um where they where, where the cats are the aliens. It, it was some kind of book, wasn't it? And uh, oh yeah, I think that does ring a bell. Right? Yeah, yeah. See, and this is why there are no new ideas because like even like stuff as crazy like that has already been written about. Well, it's fun to think about, but yeah, it is. It is kind of odd. Um, Kind of odd to me that we we could shoot things down and not know what they are or not be willing to divulge what they are i guess but you know such is life
I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't even know if we don't know what they are, or if we're just saying that we don't know what it is because it gives us more latitude to say further shit in the future. Yeah, I'm, I'm more inclined that it's, it's the latter rather than the former. Right? Yeah. 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 That, that, that's why, like, you, that, that's the good part about um, the way these things work is that, you know, they can tell you the truth, but it's it, you know, and it's not actually the truth. And it's all under national security, so it's okay. I can see that government hasn't changed a bit. Never tell the truth and a lie will do. That government has a rare gift for obfuscation. That obfuscation game, man. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> it's George Santos politics. <laughs> I, I, I don't care. I don't, I, I, at this point, I don't care. He is, he is, the, he is my favorite politician. That has ever politicianed. <laughs> it's just so brazen and it's so good. Like, what was the the, the George Carlin quote? Like, oh, when he was talking about Bill Clinton versus like uh, Bob Dole, he was like, "Oh, at least he's honest. At least he's honest about being full of shit." <laughs> I mean, like at this point, and he's still he he's still going along, just like everything is fine. Like you know what he says is um isn't completely I mean, you bullshit. Would too. Oh, I would. At, at oh this, my god. Yeah. You would too. Yeah, at this point, I've you. He's doubled down so hard and for so long. Right. You know, until they drag him kicking and screaming out of Congress, like he's just gonna sit there and make his money. <laughs> oh god, I can't wait for him to. Um, I, I just heard that he got the lead part in the next Marvel movie. I can't wait. <laughs> George Santos is opening Phase Five. <laughs> he's the new Iron Man. <laughs> Yeah, didn't you check his uh didn't you check his Twitter? It's it's amazing. He's gotten all these roles. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, this fucking guy. Like his, his latest thing about how he stole puppies is so like cartoonishly <laughs> evil. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, he stole puppies or he he said he stole puppies? Uh well, I guess other I guess someone said that he stole puppies. As in, he just got puppies to resell, but without paying for them first. Jesus Christ! It's like some like Disney Cruella Deville stuff. <laughs> a, a, a dog breeder claimed that he stole puppies and wrote fifteen thousand dollars of bad checks in Staten Island. <laughs> oh my God! Yes. Oh, he's he's my favorite. <laughs> like I I couldn't vote for him, but I would move to a district to vote for him. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so good. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I guess moving on, you guys had mentioned uh, a, a new wonder drug being used to combat weight gain that you, you said had, uh, had some pretty startling success uh, stories. Would you care to elaborate for our listeners? What is the drug? Where does it come from? And do you know anything about how it works? Well, uh, it's, a, it's a class of, of a particular type of drug. And, you know, you... You, if you're watching you, you're streaming TV or you're watching sports or whatever, you might see ads about these things, you know, stuff called like, you know, uh, Wegovy or Ozempic or Monjaro or whatever, right? And these are like, these are supposed to be uh, drugs that you would take to uh, deal with diabetes, right? Like if you have a uh, type 2 diabetes and stuff like that, these are like metabolic drugs, right? But, you know, they've, they've, apparently had this uh, unique effect of also uh, helping combat obesity, you know, or an overweight, you know, being overweight, right? Because they help you uh, 
gain satiety, right? Like, so you, after you, when you eat, you, uh, you feel fuller longer and you don't have, uh, cravings to eat more, uh, afterwards, right? So, and it helps your metabolism, you know, operate, you know, more normally, like we regulated like it's supposed to be, right? So, you know, the, the interesting side effect, right, is that you end up losing a lot of weight. You end up losing weight pretty quickly, almost as if, almost the same way as you would if you had like a, a weight loss surgery or were on like some, one of those, uh, those crazy uh, extreme low carb diets and such, right? Or crack. <laughs> or crack, right? <laughs> the original weight loss drug. Yeah. Right. So, you know, people, you know, losing a lot of weight, you know, as a function of this, right? So there's, at the moment, you know, this new class of obesity drugs, you know, typically referred to as a GLP-1 based, right? Because they contain a synthetic version of a, a human hormone called a glucagon-like peptide 1, right? You know, these... There, there's like a run on them in the marketplace. Like people are going crazy to get them, even if they're not, uh, some, even if they don't have diabetes, right? So they're going to their doctors and, you know, trying to get them, you know, and there's a bit of a supply shortage uh, for this type of drug. You know, but it's a, it's an, it's an interesting thing to see, you know, uh, these things being like highly effective for a thing that they weren't used for. And, you know, having people using them, you know, celebrities using them, regular people using them to reduce their weight. So my question is kind of like what happened? You know, are we in like a post uh, like a post overweightness universe now? Right. Are we a post obesity future? Like if we have this kind of breakthrough? I mean, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Shit. And, and this is I've always been a fan of technology right, and advancement because of things like this where it just makes things easier, right? Like, yes, you could do it the old-fashioned way, right? Or you could just, you know, inject yourself and be done with it, right? Like, you're innovating your way out of things, which is, like, the way it should be. I mean, I'm all for innovation and stuff, but I, I've always been very cautious about, you know, like, wonder drugs like this, because I'm just so, so curious about, like, well, if it can have this dramatic effect on your body you know externally like what's going on inside is my liver going to shut down are my kidneys going to fail like is this causing like alzheimer's there's got to be there's just in my experience there's just no miracle cures you know for shit like this and i worry that you know prolonged exposure or to the drug or something would have highly adverse side effects i don't know but that's just my first instinct. The exposure to the gas will result in permanent insanity. Well, um, uh, regarding your, your kidney thing, actually, yes. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 acute kidney uh, injuries are a, uh, are, 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 are a possible side effect. Uh, you know, pancreatitis, you know, things like that. Uh, tumors and, and certain kinds of cancers and... All, like gallbladder issues, all of that stuff is is included in all of it. So like, you know, it's that benefit of like, is it, is that better or is the chance of that better or worse than, you know, carrying around an extra 30, 50, 70, you know, whatever have you, you know, pounds throughout your entire life. Right. Cause like, isn't, what is it? Isn't the, uh, the number one uh, killer of, 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 
of uh, Americans uh heart disease and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 probably a trade-off to be honest, right? Cuz there's there's nothing that there's no free ride. It's funny like for me, like I'm I'm less con- I'm less concerned of like the side effects and stuff like that. You know, not that I'm not concerned cuz I mean, obviously, you know, you put in some some weird chemical that's uh doing that's like synthetic hormones and like who knows what it's going to do you know long term right these things have only been around for like well like two years or something like that so we don't have that much uh information on it right what i'm more concerned with though is uh you know what this concept would you know what this idea what this uh drug and you know the reality that comes after it you know does for the idea of i guess health at any size or like fat acceptance versus fat phobia right like there you know back in the day right there was a lot of you know and there probably still is a lot of you know uh people you know shaming people for you know being overweight or being a certain weight or whatever like people considered like less good or less healthy or less you know competent or less beautiful or less uh able to exist in the world right and so, you know, as times have progressed, you know, there's been a lot less of that. You know, there's been more uh, acceptance of, you know, people being, you know, different weights, shapes, and sizes, right? Like, you'll see, you know, uh, you know models being, you know, of different sizes and shapes, you know, on, you know, in magazines or in media, like celebrities and movie stars or actors and musicians being, you know, uh, accepted at different sizes and so on and so forth. And now... You know, so you have this thing come out and, you know, if if it is true that there is an easy way to or an easier way to just shed that weight. Right. And you'll, you're you going to do it. You know, will there still be, you know, that acceptance of people at different sizes and stuff like that? And the reason I ask that is because there's also a question of who has the access to this stuff. Right. Because it, obviously it's not free. Right. You know, anything like you're going to have to pay for it. Right. And, you know. Is this going to be a thing where, you know, uh, people who have access to money or, I guess, good health care, right? If your health insurer yes. provides this, like, they're going to be thin and, I guess, healthy and beautiful in the conventional way. And, you know, poor people, you know, poorer people, people with less access, you know, they're going to be the people who are, you know, who are fat or who are obese or overweight or considered sickly and so on and so forth, you know. That's that's my problems are more societal problems. That's fascinating to me because like I feel like that's a thing that's like part of our culture specifically. Like being fat in our culture is considered to be like gross or unattractive or like, you know, a symbol of poverty. But that's not the case for every culture around the world. There are some where like being, you know, heavier is a sign of health and wealth and, you know, prosperity. So it, that's interesting to me that it, it, one culture could view it as gross and poor and another culture could view it as beautiful and wealthy. Oh, I mean, I, I, I really, I wouldn't go that far. You know, like, um, I, don't, I don't know uh, if you guys ever, you know, like uh, visit, you know, family not uh, from here, but if you go there... They, they they will grab fistfuls of fat yes. and shake it and be like yeah, and call you like you're so fat yep. right like 
and, and it's it's a it is a critique, right? They're, they are literally calling you fat while grabbing lumps of fat and just <laughs> like you no know, shoving it around. Yeah. Um, yes, in some ways, it's, it it could mean that oh, like you know, you're well to do. But in other words, they're just also directly to your face telling you you are too fat. You need to lose weight, mm-hmm. right? So it, it's it's not so much of a oh, uh, other cultures are just so willingly like accepting of of being fat and overweight i think that's wasn't and, it good luck to rub the buddha belly <laughs> yeah but you know you don't you don't want to be that yeah you know like i like i'm sure in in some places you know yeah being fat is better than being thin because you know like you're you're being eaten by flies while alive. Yeah. Yes, of like, course. At least you're not hungry. But like in a lot of the developed worlds or or developing worlds, that's not really. That's probably not. That's generally not the case. Um, they're pretty. They're pretty harsh. Um, actually, on being fat. In in fact, it's it's so it's so difficult over there that uh, you know uh, it's uh they take more extreme measures than we do here to to Jesus. not be. Yeah. But to answer John's question, yes, I, and then like you know, but that's with everything. If you have the means, you're gonna have the means, right? Like, I mean, right now it's the same types of people getting surgeries, right, or or getting augmentations. Now, I don't like. I don't. I don't see that being. I don't see that changing. To me, that's not interesting at all. That's just gonna follow the the progress as it always does. I don't know, because I mean, like, people do discuss these things in other concepts, right? Like, even the idea of, like, where a grocery store is located, you know, people do look at it at, you know, in, you know, in socioeconomic terms, too, right? That's why, you know, there's the talk of uh, what what a food desert is and where a food desert is located, right? Because, you know, there's a lot of, you know, I guess, poor, quote, poor people, unquote, that are unable to get access to even healthy food, right? So, you know, if you're if you're poor, right, you can't get healthy food. You can't get health insurance and you're just doomed to be fat because you can't get like a a medicine to help you not be fat. Like it just, you know, I, I feel like all of these different things are all uh, very interesting and worth discussing. I, I agree that it just follows what's going on, but I think it's worth discussing why that's going on or that that's going on. I mean, on. if you can't afford vegetables, you can't afford whatever the fuck... Um... Like Ozempic, sure. Is. And like the question is, why can't we afford festivals? Like that's a you know we sh- right. That's that's the question. Yeah, I mean, why why is a salad you know costing more than a right? Cheeseburger? Like the McDouble is a dollar, <laughs> and like you know you get you know th- there's your four hundred calories right there, right? It's the it's the cheap. The McDouble is said to be like the cheapest source of of protein and calories that exist in in America, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but like why why you know what I'm saying? Like you know why is that it? You know, I mean that. Yeah, I mean at that point you're you're you know you're you're talking about like the economies of scale and and food processing and you know not so much, you know the drug itself. Well, being being healthy in general is a luxury. In yes, this and it should not be a- anywhere. It should not be it's correct anywhere. You know, fucking bottled water probably costs more than a coke. Yes, I mean, and there's water in coke. So like, why the fuck is is that yeah. the case? Mm-hmm. And I'll also, I'm, not, I'm actually not going to agree with you, Mike, when you say that it's a, a luxury anywhere, right? I think uh, the scope anywhere is doing a... Being healthy is not a... It was like being healthy is, is a luxury no matter who or what you are. I mean, you could be Bruce Willis and have your brains like leaking out of your ears, right? Like, <laughs> and he's got, he's got time money. 
like healthy yeah then it's a fucking luxury i i i think uh luxury is doing a lot of heavy lifting because like it's like you know we're we're not being narrow in the context we're discussing luxury in but okay you know like i mean i think being 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 healthy is 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 a thing that you you only got it for a certain amount of time right. like because it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter what you do you're not going to be healthy for forever <laughs> for like too long relatively right you know and it's you know how what you can do to to extend that time or stay as healthy as you can you know is different depending on where you are located right you know mm-hmm. maybe if you live in a different country or something like that where you have uh you know, more better access to healthcare or, you know, healthcare that's universal, you know, irrespective of mm-hmm. your income or citizenship, right? You know, you you might be able to hold on to that, you know, a little bit longer. Right. There are even other knock on effects to things like that, right? You know, in other countries, you know like in, in America, for example, right, you like like healthcare and stuff like that is tied to being employed, right? You know, whereas in other countries, you know, healthcare is just a thing that you have. So you don't have to necessarily worry about the precarity of employment in order to, you know, be it, Go to right. Doctor. You know, <laughs> cure, you know, not, not, you know, not coincidentally, those places have, you know, better strength for workers' rights, right? Like people, like, for example, in France, like you could strike like tomorrow, right? You know, and you don't have to work, like, you don't have to worry that if you go on strike, you're going to, you're going to die of a heart attack and you can't get it taken care of. Right. Whereas here in America, you, you might not strike at all because you're worried about things like that. Remember we were talking about the, the train strike a couple of months ago, right? Maybe that would have, maybe that would have gone down if, you know, more if uh, things were less precarious, right? There's a lot of uh, intersectional effects, you know, of your know, health and things like that, that you know, it would be interesting to talk about, but we don't really look at it that way. And maybe we should. I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, when when you're talking about the broader scope of economics and and and, and society, sure. Um, but I mean, I, I I don't know, like as as far as just a general. That's just a general critique of you know, like life in a life in America, I suppose. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. I mean, there 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 are pros and there are pros and cons. We're very aware of the cons mm-hmm. obviously because you know we're, li- we're living in them um but i mean yeah compared to other first world countries the it's it seems like there there's certain there's certainly some ideas that are rather backward but that's like not new right like like we we, we i think we've we, we even we we've talked about it uh quite a bit on 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 this on the show all right, well, that's some food for thought, and I'm going to take some time to digest this, guys. Uh, hopefully, I don't become obese in the process. But it looks like that's all the time we have for on Red Channel Condition this week. But you guys know the deal. Check us out on YouTube. Send us an email, redchannelcondition at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And as always, thanks for listening, guys. Catch you later. Have a good one.